0: Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Tuesday, March 22nd in the year 2022. I've got some clips for you today you're going to enjoy. Oh, yeah. I think that's all I need to say. They're coming up. You'll just be like, oh, it's our world. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to need a lot of prayers for this world. That's for sure. So your health is so important and your immune system is so important. So make sure that you are boosting that immune system, and you can get what you need starting with one of the best coffees on the market that we have our own brand on, Expedition Coffee. That's Bars Nation's branded coffee, and it's there because it was designed specifically to boost your health, boost your immune system, and boost your mental clarity all day long. That's Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee, and you can find that at expeditioncoffee.com. And Expedition Coffee is one of those great products that works with a series of other great products to create a health ecosystem. So you have the Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee, and then you also have the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Gut health is a really important issue in our day. We also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C. You have Earth, which is a Nutrient powder, mix it with water, drink it like a shake. It's all your body needs for a full day. And Pure 47, which is one of the most refined silver extracts currently on the market. All those products work together, designed to boost your health, boost your immune system, keep you strong and healthy, and reclaim your health sovereignty. So check them out at expedition, X P E D, expeditioncoffee.com. Well, you know, I'm going to just play this clip. This is about guns. And it's. A good little discussion between a very well-informed patriot and, yes, a liberal. Here you go.
1: I tell them. I tell so them I'm sorry for their five loss. Five-year-old needs to have an AR-15 in the classroom to defend themselves. That's not what I said at all. No, you're putting words in my mouth. I no, I'm not. I didn't say you said that. No. 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 Well,
2: I wouldn't say that at all. I say sorry for your loss. Oh, but why?
1: How would you explain to them why you should have an assault rifle?
2: What is an assault rifle?
1: big gun that you shouldn't have.
2: What is the definition of an assault rifle? If you're going to tell me I don't need something, you better have the definition.
1: Well, is that how is that how it works? What
2: is an assault rifle? It's,
1: uh, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the exact dex- okay, well, dictionary definition no, is. Let's talk about no, what... No. no.
2: Oh, you're just going to tell me and yell at me and not have a conversation? You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what an assault rifle is.
1: Fine, then let's have a f- conversation. All
2: right. Now that we've broken that barrier, an assault rifle is actually... The definition by the government is a machine gun something that you hold down and the bullets just go through the mag whatever it is that you have in their drum mag just feeds it all through with one pull of the trigger i
1: apologize
2: those are banned in america those are already banned those aren't being used in mass shootings those aren't being used for majority of mass shootings actually handguns are handguns are responsible for 80 percent of the mass shootings in this country why aren't you focused on those
1: well, quite frankly, I don't know the difference between guns cuz I'm not some okay. gun obsessed balloon like you are, honey.
2: No, it's important to know what things are causing which casualties if you want to ban them.
1: My handgun is I for never my said self-defense. I don't want to ban them.
2: Okay. All right, I put words in on someone your mouth. having
1: a little gun for self-defense, but I have an issue with the bigger ones. Why? <laughs> because it's ridiculous. Why? You don't need an AK-47 Why? to defend your f- house. Why? Because you don't need that. That's not-
0: there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. You don't need it. (laughs) That's why. Take it away. I'm telling you, you don't need it. You don't deserve it. Take it away. But give Ukraine more, please. Ship them out more guns and rockets and money, taxpayer money, because we have to stand with Ukraine. I want to be part of that blue and yellow flag. I want to put that on my Twitter header because... (laughs) (laughs) that's what I am. Here's one of the best, uh, oh, this is just one of these great posts that you just shake your head at, and I'm just going to call it up by name because it's Tracy Beans. She writes today on Truth Social, it's been almost three to four years since many of us have been together, organizing, sharing information, memeing the hell out of the bad guys, changing culture. They They didn't want our ideas to spread because they fear us, Now they've forced us under one roof and there's nothing they can do to stop us because when it comes down to it, you can't stop truth. I love all of you and I'm so glad to be here with you. When we put everybody together under one roof that's of the same thinking, we call that verticalization. We call that an echo chamber of the same ideas. We call that groupthink. So uh, have your truth social. Sorry, not going there. I'm really serious. This is just not working for me. Look, part of our big issue right now is hearing and listening to one another. And it is super important that we do that and spend time to hear the debate, not to try to take the debate and say it's all going to be together. We're all together thinking together. That is the big challenge we have. So I have a lot more respect for when you're out here and you're trying to break into the liberal conversation and have meaningful conversations then trying to sit under one roof, talking around, sipping whatever you're sipping, your favorite drink for the day, and all the, doing giving a head nod and going, yes, 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 I I, I agree, I agree, I, I agree. Yes, yes, I agree. Yes, yes, I agree. yes, yes I, I agree. That's what we don't need more of. We need debate. It's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we are actually just really having a great day. We want to thank you for coming here and being with us as we sit here before you. And Jesus, I'll tell you, we're ready to start running. We want this new world to begin. We're getting a little tired of this nonsense. There's a lot of stupid out here. And I know, Jesus, you're probably looking at me going, now, now my son, you probably need to be a little more accepting. And I'm, we're working at it. But there's a point here where we really have to challenge the world for truth. And we're going to really pray today for truth to shake their foundations. There are sadly a lot of people caught in this narrative and caught in these lies, and there are equally so many people wanting to team up and just create echo chambers of the same thing over and over, thinking that they have the answers and they have all the truth. What we need, Jesus, is we need something really profound something to have us start listening to one another because just because we're on these artificial sides of an art of, of a fence that was created by politicians and people designed intending to divide us doesn't mean that our ideas. One side is better than the other. There are good ideas as you know, in the old, in the whole body in which we live, but we have to listen. And unfortunately we're witnessing these sides once again, reifying and separating themselves and entrenching themselves so that they can start patting each other on the back and telling themselves that we are better than you. In our pursuit of unity, what we truly pray for is to be able to listen and to be able to hear the ideas of each other, to hear what we have to say. And that is so important in this time we have a, a a challenge here in our world as people bury themselves some in fear some in 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 the response of angers and frustrations it's like we stop thinking we stop being together let us remind be reminded that it's going to take a tremendous effort for all of us to bridge these differences. We can be bridge builders and you've given us that amazing task and all the tools we need within us. It's about finding that way that we can come together, sit together, listen together, break bread to truly appreciate the richness of this fabric that you've created in this world. There are some very hard headed people on all sides however many sides of division we have and we have a lot of them and there are within all of those some really good and passionate ideas and passion people want to see their ideas come to, to come to fruition and that's wonderful so we also pray that people will be inspired to take those ideas into their local communities start bringing about positive change that's not based on division or suppression or sinful acts re brings our nation and this world back to a place where we start to cherish the children, cherish our elderly, take ourselves to a place of assuming responsibility for our food, assuming responsibility for the education of our children, not outsourcing our whole world. As you know so well, Father, has become one of dependency and convenience. We just pray that this can be the disruptions that are needed to put people back into a place where once again, they're taking responsibility for their lives. Not trying to find an easier way to do everything, to spend more time doing effectively nothing. We need to be reminded of why we're here. The purpose of being here, the purpose of living, to grow, to develop closer to you, to truly elevate ourselves up spiritually throughout our lives. To take the challenges of life and overcome them fearlessly through you, Father. And Jesus, to walk with you as we do and to continue to enrich ourselves in such a way that we can begin to live into the parables and we can live into the examples you've given us. So guide us on these days with so much confusion and noise that seems to circulate. We pray for mercy for this nation, which there needs to be a lot of. There's a tremendous amount of sin and pain that this nation continues to extol on the world. And we are ultimately, as a people, accountable for the actions of a government that we were supposed to be holding to account and yet our government runs amok in our name and we don't even know half of the things that it does in our name and so we as we move through our prayer today we also pray for the strength of people to start standing up to hold this nation accountable in its leadership for the sorts of acts that it's doing that violate the laws your laws father suppress people, that suppress lives, that destroy lives, we have to reestablish the throne above all things. And that's not going to just happen with a snap of the fingers. It's going to take us moving through and doing our part. So we pray for that strength. We pray for the accountability that we can bring to this and we must bring to this as members of this nation, as those who are being and will be judged as nations are judged. We need to take that to heart and stop the division between one another and start focusing on the greater mission of moving a nation forward, holding its governance accountable, its institutions accountable to your laws, Father. Guide us in these days. Provide us with the discernment we need. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I think that's one thing that we really have to be cognizant of is that the world is watching us. And it's watching how we are reacting to a government that is knowingly doing acts of, of the most unspeakable crimes and we're effectively as a nation doing nothing. If I was the world and I was seeing what we are beginning to see more and more clearly what the United States was doing, 30 bioweapons labs as one example in Ukraine alone, sending arms and sending money to a government in Ukraine that is now completely totalitarian and claiming that that's democracy. Forcing injections upon the world that are knowingly destroying lives. Running, turning a blind eye to child sex trafficking, which is happening all over the world. Mass drug use in this country. Crime. I could just go on a list. And always with a military to back up its way of life that if you step out of line, you're going to crush it. If I was the world and I had an opportunity to break away from that and be free. If I was the world and had an opportunity to team up with others, to make sure that nation never rose again because its people were too complacent or too buried in their lives to care, to care that their government was causing problems around the world. If I was the world, I'd crush it at the first chance I got. That's something to think about. We are part of this nation. Nations will be judged. And I do believe nations are being judged now. And we have a lot of work to do to hold our leadership accountable. And that begins at our most local level. It also begins in our churches. We leadership is working or not working. And it's just not acceptable at all. I want to play this short piece for you just a perspective listen to this this one is gonna hit hard one tree can make a thousand matches but only one match
1: can burn a thousand trees
0: moral of the story is don't let one negative thought burn all the positive thoughts don't want let one negative thought burn all the positive thoughts and to that when we start looking at the capabilities of change. Don't believe because you're one voice that you can't change the world. You can. It only takes one. And if there are two or three gathered in prayer and in common agreement with God, that's all he needs to change the entire world. We have an important mission, each and every one of us. And that mission is, is about, ultimately for me, it's not about a form of government. It's about that walk that we make with Christ and through Christ to the Father as people in this world, living in this world, to gain the level of truth and respect necessary to bring about a true sense of peace. Peace begins with agreement with the Lord. Then we learn how to apply it. Peace begins with agreement with the Lord, and then we learn how to apply it. And we have to take that action that way. When we are in agreement with God and we're trying to find peace, and peace generates all these other layers of things the respect through love, we have the healing that's necessary. There's so much wounding in this world right now, and it's going to take some amazing actions. To overcome that, but it's not going to happen unless somebody starts. Barge Nation is, in my opinion, that's literally the change that can move that can move the world for all the right reasons. It's not about politics. It's not about parties. It's not about their side or your side. You know, I've told you this before, and I truly mean this, the, the line between if they really understood what they were saying and people understood what was being said, the line between a leftist and a conservative is not that far. The difference is that in there there's all a bunch of politics, and we're all told to believe in one thing or another. But I find it constantly ironic when I listen to some of these debates, these polemics that people make, and they're so convoluted anymore, you can't even really, if you really understand the nature of their, what they're supposed to be standing for, you can't even make a difference between them. We're now talking about the right is now screaming that corporate corporations are taking over industry and we need to break away and start, start our own businesses. That is called owning the means of production, which is a Marxist term. I just want to use that very clearly. That means we are needing to break away and reclaim our ownership over the means of production. The left is clamoring about the greatness of a universal basic income. And it has so lost its way that it's now worshiping the very global national corporations that have been touted as the greatest enemy to freedom by the left. This is how upside down everything is. It's ridiculous. And it's being played because people are swinging. It's like, what am I? It's literally this sort of attitude. What am I supposed to be upset about today? Please tell me. That's what Ukraine is. Ukraine is, okay, Um, what, what, what do you need me to do? I need you to hate Russia. Okay. What next? I need you to love Azov Battalion. Okay. Great. And I need you to... Celebrate blue and yellow. Okay, great. That, that's literally it. We have to be better than that. And we are in the sense of walking a different path. We ha- can't be part of that mix-up. When we walk that path with Christ and truth through Father, our role is to help people see clearly, in my opinion, to see that path ahead that they can embrace and can walk and to be set free from all of this circus. And quite frankly, I don't think it's that hard to do right now. I think people are finally getting tired. I hope so anyway. We'll see. But it is a wonderful time nonetheless, and it is a challenging time. And the greatest part about all of this is we have so much control. None of this is being forced on you. They they talk about it like it is. They talk about it like it's the end. We're coming to your door. So it's a final point here. Getting to our sheriff in our my county is great. Sheriff John Hanlon, he's a constitutional sheriff. He had a meeting last night, and it's inspiring because it's inspiring to hear not only to him, but in a blue state, there's thirty six counties in Oregon, and as he spoke last night, there thirty five of the sheriffs have come together to agree to be constitutional sheriffs. The only sheriff that they don't know about is the one up in Multnomah County, which is where Portland, Oregon is. Thirty-five sheriffs in in a blue state have agreed to be constitutional sheriffs, and that means that they will not enforce anything from the state that is not constitutional by the state mandate, by the state constitution, or the federal constitution, federal constitution being taken first. That means our state legislators no longer have any power. It's all back to the counties. I've said this now for two years, how important the counties are. Every state can be like that. As he stated last night, in a number of things he brought up. And people asked a lot of legitimate questions, very concerning issues, like what happens if OSHA, this was the best one for one of the best ones last night. What happens if OSHA comes down from the state and starts threatening our business? And this was his response. Call the office and the OSHA person, we'd be told to leave my county. They're not welcome here. You see, that's the power of us taking back this nation. That's huge. And that gives people security and assurance that we're going to have a way forward, and we do. It's all through the county. We can affect tremendous change. John Hanlon is a, is a faithful man. He's, he's a constitutionalist. He's a 2A. We're a 2A sanctuary too, by the way. And that's all in a blue state. Isn't that amazing? And a whole bunch of other counties are just like it. We can make change. And we can truly affect change together. Coming together, it's, there's we have different points of view in this county. We're not all group think. But we do want our freedoms. Everybody does. And we deserve them. We were given them by God. Let's make sure we defend them always. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. This is time now that our prayers need to be focused on that warrior strength and that warrior action. We need to be moving forward, not only to make sure our governments are held accountable, but to stay out of the political nonsense that's here. We have a great framework in which we can work, and God knows that. We have the Bible, and we have our nation's Declaration of Independence, and we have the elements of our Constitution. You can't get much better than that. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we tru- truly do have a mission, and it's here and now. It's for us such a time as this. Occupy the land and expand the kingdom. That means something. Keep your mission forward. I'll see you tonight. For Bards FM, we have Dr. Lee Merritt on tonight's super interview. I'm looking forward to it. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
3: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe